Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Anyang, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Dudes Behind the Foods. Well, hold on, what was that? <laughs> I, was, I was speaking Korean. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you said hi, y'all. No, I said Anyang. Oh, Anyang, I said, oh. Anyang, I said, oh, what's up, y'all? What is it? Oh, that was weird. Uh, I found a random beer in the fridge, and we're going to drink it. Oh, well, who's ever, what is that, a Pilsner, an IPA, a Stout? A... It's it's all those. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Czech-style Pilsner. Oh, dude, I was, so when I was in Korea, we, I did a, 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 a beer factory tour. In Korea? Yeah, so they have a, a so there's an island that I went to called uh, Jeju-do. Jeju-do is an Jeju-do. island off the coast of Korea. Really, really fucking dope. If you guys, you guys can honestly spend a whole like couple of weeks there, and you would be perfectly fine. There's so much shit to do there. Wow. Um, so we went, we uh, toured a beer factory, and the funny thing is, is like, I'm with uh, Mariel and her cousin, and we're watching things, and they're, they're telling us about beer, and I'm just sitting here, just God, just give me some fucking beer already. <laughs> <laughs> and Mariel was looking at me, kind of like, you look like you were in pain. I'm like, because it, it reminds me of school all over again. I hated school. <laughs> I sat there, I'm like, just be quiet and give me the beer. How were you as a student? Okay, here's the thing. My freshman and sophomore year, I damn near flunked out mm. off of high school. Mm. I didn't understand the value of learning. Like, I enjoyed learning things, but I didn't enjoy learning things I didn't give a fuck about. Okay. So uh, there was a certain point where I wanted to go to college because specifically the girl that I really liked was obviously gonna go to a university, <laughs> right? Because she's smart. I'm dumb. Mm-hmm. So around junior year of high school, uh, around junior, it's like the beginning of junior year is when I started turning it around. Okay. I was like, okay, let me just see what this, what a syllabus is about. Mm. And I'm like, oh, everything that you need to learn is on this piece of paper. And I just started studying. And- Side note, I just realized that syllabus runs with silly bitch. Go ahead. Okay, well. <laughs> Battle rap 2023. <laughs> Syllabus. 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 Fill a ditch. Fill a ditch. Okay, go ahead. Silly bitch. <laughs> Suck my ditch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good at this shit. But um, 
I found out that so I applied myself in junior year, and I you know relatively almost got all A's, and I did extra extra what do you call them curriculars extra curriculars and shit. So it boosted my GPA. So mm. all throughout junior year, I think I ended up with like a four point something GPA. Mm. And so at before that though, I had like a two point two GPA. Mm. And at the end of senior year, I ended up graduating with like a three point two. Okay, right. So which was not bad, um, especially for somebody who was in the low twos and it was you know about the flunk most of the time. Um, and I found out that apparently uh, sc- schools don't give a fuck. Like after your junior year or so, they've already clocked in your your, your grade point average. Mm. But I needed my junior and senior year. Mm. So what they told me was that in your senior year, if you continue to get straight A's, that they'll see your effort and how you've turned around. Fucking lies. <laughs> I only got into UC Merced and UC Riverside. Really? Which though at the time, those things weren't even colleges. They were just fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> And so those were the only universities I got into. Okay. Even though my SAT score was fucking flames. Man, mine too. My shit was hella, it was it was shockingly good. Really? Like that fucking high. I forgot the actual number now, but it was like, what the fuck? The numbers of when we went to school are completely different now. It's yeah, like- it was a total of six, <laughs> out of 1,600. I think I got like 13 something or something. Oh, like word. It was, it was wow. Really high. Yeah, mine was like 12. Something. Which is really fucking good. And so... When I found out, it was like these people who just had good grades, but they were dumb as shit would get into like UC Davis and Berkeley. Yeah, but they're just grades. Yeah, their SAT scores were terrible. Yeah. It was like a thousand. I'm like, I'm way smarter than you, you fucking dummies. I studied for this shit one day a week and I fucking killed it. Yeah. You idiots. Fucking idiots, dog. Yeah, but I was not a very good student. I hated learning. Ah, I was good until I got to high school because, uh, yeah, not bad, right? This is the Lagunitas Pilsner. Czech style Pilsner. Oh, okay, it's Czech style, but it's Lagunitas. I don't know. This, this is the whole the whole package is what confusing. What the fuck does that mean? There's also a dog on it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This whole thing is really confusing, but it's this a good is beer. Made in Korea. <laughs> Lagunitas Brewing Company, Czech style Pilsner, Petaluma, California. I don't know what it has to do with with the Czech Republic, but whatever. Yeah, why is it in California now? I have no idea. Anyways, I wasn't a good student. Well, I was a good student up until high school because that was my first time in a public school. I think I started having a little fun. I started fucking up a little bit. That's when I first kind of started getting like maybe a B here, maybe a C there, you know. Um, And I was always getting the speech from my teachers of like, Tim, you have so much potential. There's no reason why you should be getting this grade in my class. You know what I'm saying? Like my... uh, Wow. Yeah, my honors English teacher specifically was like, Tim, she told me to stay after class. And she was like, Tim, you are the most talented mind in my class. You should not be getting a C. And I was like, oh, Miss Himmel, stop making me feel bad about this, <laughs> you know? And then fucking my, ge- my algebra teacher, because I was good at geometry, but algebra I just did not understand to the point where they had to break, I had to do the like, the second half of algebra in two different semesters because I just couldn't get the shit right. But like, I did really well in the beginning of one semester. And this one teacher got so pissed at me. He was like, Tim, you do this every time. You start off doing so well and then you mess around and you mess it all up. You gotta pay attention. I'm like, God, sorry. Wow, they really, really believed in you. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that reminds me when I was in high school and then my, uh, I had a, uh, uh, AP English. I don't even know what AP classes were. I just mm. signed up. And I remember he uh, sat me down and he looked at me and he said, just drop out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, you, you clearly don't get this shit. <laughs> like, why are you even in AP class? Did like, I ever tell you about um, my Spanish three teacher making us take an AP Spanish test? 
No, and you ace that shit? No, let me tell you. Okay, so if you don't know, AP classes will get you college credit, right? Um, they're like, uh, you know, advanced placement classes. And for everyone you pass, you get like little college credit, okay? So our Spanish three teacher, Mrs. Armstrong, told all the kids, she's like, hey, all of you, I have so much faith in you guys. I signed you all up for the AP Spanish uh, uh, test to take the test. And if you pass the test, then you get credit for college. If not, then it's fine. It's whatever, right? You don't you don't lose anything. We were like, Mrs. Armstrong, there's no way we're going to be able to pass a fucking AP Spanish class. She's like, just take it. I think you'll do good. So, mind you. Nosotros. <laughs> bro, but let me tell you, because we were not ready. Because after a fucking whole year of conjugating verbs and, yeah, uh, yo y mi padre, whatever, fucking breaking down Spanish mm-hmm. sentences, I sit down for this AP Spanish test. I open it up. In front of me, there's a tape recorder with a microphone, and there's a picture of a playground and little kids playing. I don't like describe it. Describe this picture. Get the fuck out of here. Describe <laughs> this picture in Spanish. So out. I'm like looking at this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And Palabra I'm like, playground, <laughs> literally. Because so then I'm sitting like three or four feet apart from other students who know what the fuck they're doing. And I'm trying to listen and repeat what they're saying, even though I don't know what they're saying. So I'm over here like el, el niño. <laughs> You're Jack Black, dude. El perro, we are singing at the <laughs> party. party. Yeah. <laughs> he's not dancing. He's not singing at the party. <laughs> but, but there's also parts where I have no idea what this kid is saying, and I'm just trying to mimic the noises. Hello, escuche, escaduche, Pabla contesco. Dog, if I had a great year test, I would be crying laughing. I would just bring it to all the family parties. Hey, you gotta listen to this shit. This guy clearly doesn't speak Spanish at all. And he's just mumbling shit. El ocho, nueve. Papa con con huevos es patito. El Miss, Mrs. Armstrong made me do this. So needless to say, I did not pass. Uh, but bro, okay. So oh, speaking of learning, dog, I recently had a conversation with somebody that made me feel like I might legitimately genuinely have ADHD and like we've touched on this before oh we got ADHD and and I never really so look I just always assumed I'm just a forgetful person or I have trouble focusing on things right because that that's what people do right and then it wasn't until um the homie Martin we're filming off in Vegas with PD flow for some shit and he said he just recently got diagnosed and it kind of Made him realize a bunch of shit about his life and shit like that, and he starts talking to me, and I'm like, in, and I'm like, I'm really this this shit's really resonating with me, you know what I'm saying? Like one thing specifically that he said was he said when he was younger, people would say that he didn't care about things because mm-hmm. like he would forget to do it. Like people would be like, you know, why didn't you do this for me? Like you just don't care, right? Mm-hmm. And that took me back specifically when I was growing up. My mom would tell me to do certain things. And I wouldn't do it. And she'd be like, oh, it's because you don't care. And I'm like, 
I care. I just I just forgot. Like what? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, that's always the excuse. I'm like, it's not an excuse. I just forgot. What else can I tell you? You know? Story of my life, bruh. And then I started thinking about like little shit, where <laughs> so Chia gets pissed because I'll take a shit and forget to flush. <laughs> Okay, that's just, that's some, I don't know if that's ADHD. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, I don't want to not flush. Hold on a second. So after that deuce leaves your ass, <laughs> you just go, okay. <laughs> no, you get... well, you also forget I take like half hour to an hour long shits, right? I'll oh, sit right. there. So then I'll wipe. I'll wipe till completion. And then I baby wipe. I also close the lid so that I don't get poop particles when I flush. So sometimes I'll close the lid. And then just walk away. I'll close the lid. I'll baby wipe. And then I'll like, I don't know check my phone and I'll like wash my hands and then I'll just forget that I didn't flush. You know what I'm saying? And Chia gets livid. She hates it. I'll just be chilling in the in the living room and I'll hear, are you kidding? Are you serious? Babe. I'm like, oh. Feta. She fucking pooped <laughs> in the toilet again and forgot to flush. I potty trained her last week while you were napping and God damn it, Veda. Veda, God, that deuce is huge. <laughs> but yeah, man, like shit like that, I'm like, I the last thing I would ever want is to keep pissing Chia off, but I'm like, why do I keep forgetting this shit, you know? Do you feel like you're, you know the funny thing is, is that I, I if we do podcast, my mind doesn't float. Mm. But if anything else, my mind is floating all over the fucking place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. For example, like the beer tour, mm. they're talking to me about hops and barley and water quality and shit, and I'm just going, Ave Maria, and I'll be back, and then we're in a different section. Yeah, man. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Was I just literally hallucinating for like 20 minutes? Yeah, man. I don't know. See, this is why I wasn't very good at school. It was so hard for me. Like, I remember going to school, trying to study, and then my brain would hurt. It like like physically like it's just it's frustrating. Yes, 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 yes. And I remember like I don't remember anything from college. Like literally like two facts from like fucking like five six years of college. Dude, talk. and I wonder too. It's like I, and I remember I started feeling at a certain point. Like, do other people feel like this, or is this just because I lack discipline? Right. Like, why, why? How come this person can sit there for fucking an hour and a half, listen to this lecture, and continually take notes? How is this possible? <clears throat> I don't fucking get it. Especially since I I was a I got really good grades up until high school, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't know, like college, man, was such a struggle for me. So I don't know, and and that's why, that's another reason why I never wanted to fully be like, okay, do I seriously have ADHD? Because I feel like, to some people, it might seem like a cop out, right? I mean, even to Chi, I think if I was to be like, oh babe, this is because I have ADHD, she's gonna be like, come on, you just you're making excuses. Everything's ADHD. Everything's ADHD, right? <laughs> but then I asked Twitter. I'm like, hey, how many of y'all have been diagnosed as an adult? Like, did it make a difference to know that you had it? Like, did it change anything? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said, kind of, sort of, like, it did help to know why I was doing certain things. And now because of that, I put more effort into writing things down, post-it notes, shit like that, right? Oh. And some people are like, um, you know, and, you know, hey, a little bit of um, Adderall. Adderall really helped, really goes a long way, you know? And... For me, for the longest time, I thought it was such a thing where people would say all the time, like, oh, I'm so OCD with this, or I have ADD. Like, I almost didn't want to uh, just say that. Just Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people do that, though. They yeah. go, oh, I'm super OCD. I was like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Like, Because I know somebody who's who's OCD, like obsessive compulsive disorder. Like, real OCD is like, it's, it's, it's fucking crippling in their life and shit. It's it's kind of weird. And he, he fixed it along the way, like after years and years and years. So, yeah. for example, he has an issue with... Um, Every time he eats something, he has to use a single napkin. Interesting. So bite, 
napkin. So every time we would go out to eat, there'd be oh, a pile of napkins. Oh, every time he takes a bite, he uses a whole napkin. A whole fucking napkin. And then he it would he could not do it. Now he he's gotten a lot better. He still uses a lot of napkins, just not as much as he used to. Mm. But that's OCD. Like, that shit fucks with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It fucks with him so bad. And he would he would be very particular about the way things are set up on his desk. Mm-hmm. If, like, a pen was off, it would, like, he couldn't focus and work. Yeah. He had to fix the pen, mm-hmm. which is really weird. That's the first time I saw OCD. I'm like, oh, it's it's crippling. It's debilitating. Yeah, it's not just like, oh man, I, I you know, uh, I I need to eat my cheese first on my burger. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why I was so kind of hesitant to even really seriously think that I might have ADD because I think it's just something that people said all the time, right? But the more I kind of talk to people. The more I like was able to look back on certain points in my life, like Rick brought up once I brought up the ADHD shit to Rick, he's like, Well, remember this one time <laughs> and I'd forgotten all about this until Rick brought it up. Uh, I was still living at home and this guy wanted to design a website for me and he came over and Rick was with me. <laughs> we're supposed to be having a meeting about my website. So he's sitting there talking to me about my website and I start cleaning my room. And I'm like, he's talking to me, I'm like cleaning my room, I'm like folding clothes, I'm putting shit away, and he's just kinda like uh, yeah, so um, so when we blah, 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 and afterward Rick was like, yo, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like, sit still. Yeah. Fucking pay attention. Yeah. That's why they had, there was like uh, an experiment where they had these kids in the classroom who, uh, I mean, I think it's hard for people just to stay in a room and stay locked. I think it's very unnatural. Mm-hmm. And so they put bicycles under the desk and it helped them focus. Oh, interesting. And that's why uh, uh, those fidget spinners became really popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for people with ADHD and they would just flick it, flick it, flick it and have constant movement and mm-hmm. it would help them calm down. Just flicking their little beans under the table? Oh, uh, uh, let me tell you something. There are some people who did that too. You know well, what I'm saying? We're going to jerk each other off under the table and we'll be right back. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread. Okay. Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and, guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. God, yeah, I, uh, that that napkin shit was crazy because I got hella irritated at him. I was like, "Hey, bro, you got to use a fucking napkin every time you wipe your fucking dirty ass mouth." He's like, "I can't." 
And then I saw it like he tried not doing it, he was freaking out. I was like, all right, just use a napkin, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, I was like, oh, that shit's OCD, my bad. I yeah. thought you just being a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, so now he does one side and the other side. Before it would be a whole fucking napkin, and he takes little baby ass bites in his burger. <laughs> right. So it would just be a pile this big. That's crazy. On the table. And I'm like, I never. Wait, he this. wouldn't even throw them away. He would have to pile them up. Oh uh, well, yeah, they're, they would if they take it away. They uh, take it away. Right, right, right. But right. nobody's gonna come every fucking bite of food, you know. All right, let's do it. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's funny because the other day. <laughs> The other day I was with PD Flo and we're talking about it and he's like, yeah, man, like, cause yeah, he's like, you know, I, I feel like I'm pretty OCD too. And I was like, your room is dirty as hell, bro. <laughs> I'm like, every time I go to your room, that's just dirty, dog. What are you talking about? It always looks like you just moved in. <laughs> the fuck is that about? And it stinks. Oh, that's why, like when people say they're germaphobes. It's like, yeah. mm, you're not a germaphobe. It's like, how do I know? It's like, you scratched your ass and you sniffed it. Yeah. You're not a germaphobe. Like, you are you a very are, dirty yeah, person. You're a normal person, right? You, you don't like certain dirty things. It's pretty fucking normal. You're not a germaphobe. You're fine. Yeah, man. So, I mean, so I'm, I'm like debating really going to get like really diagnosed and Dude, seeing what's up. Have you ever taken Adderall before? No, I don't take anything. I did not like it. No? It was too intense. Really? It was fucking so. I drove from Lancaster all the way to uh, back to Los Angeles because we had a. Fo- I was doing photos for a music video mm-hmm. for this guy Travis and actually Julia Kelly. Ah yes. Yeah, and so Julia Kelly at the time was nobody knew who the fuck she was. Mm-hmm. So fucking funny too. Like this, I have so many funny stories about that girl. I know you told me. Oh, shout out to Julia Kelly, sweet shout, girl. Sweet shout girl. out to Julia sweet Kelly. Girl. I always give her shit on Twitter though, but. <laughs> Because it's so easy, too. She's very sweet. Sweet girl. Yeah, but you tweet too much, all right? It's nonsense. But, no, no, um, no. I love him. I love him. I love no, him. I hate him. All right? And I think she's very, very sweet. And she's very pretty. Yeah. And she's very pretty. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. probably one of the... She's probably the revolutionized the ass pic. Yeah. I don't think I, I as many girls knew how to really pose their ass until Julia Kelly came on the scene. And, and, like, and, and Summer... Summer Rae was way after fucking Julia Kelly. Julia Kelly's the original Summer Rae. Really? So she needs to go ahead and build a shrine of Julia (laughs) and then pray to her ass cheeks and cup it like this. I'm down for that. spread it and then whisper into the butthole. (laughs) Thank you, master. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, 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 hello. hello. But we would drive, I was driving back from Lancaster and then, you know, a lot of people on set, because they need to stay focused, this was like an 18 hour shoot, Mm. straight. Mm. Like breaks that we could take in between as many as we can. And we, um, they gave me an Adderall. I drove past my exit by like mm. fucking an hour. Really? Yeah, because I was just focused on the steering wheel. I just kept driving. Oh, interesting. And I didn't realize that I passed my exit that that many exits because mm. I was so hyper focused. It was a little weird for me. Maybe you just need like a half dose. It was. It was half a pill. Oh, maybe you need a quarter dose. <laughs> maybe I just yeah. It's but that's what Adderall will do to you. It'll make you super super focused. A lot of people uh, that I know that use it. Um, it was during a college. I see. Oh, so, oh, so yeah, they yeah, could yeah. sit down and study all the way through like 10, 12 hours and cram their stuff before they take their test. They would take an Adderall. Interesting. And it would help them uh, stay focused. I mean, I am trying to crank out this album soon. Maybe I should take in a little pop, a little Addy. Oh, how's that going, dude? I got one song done. Okay. <laughs> but we shot a whole music video for it. It's sick, bro. Oh, you shot, you recorded the song and you shot the whole music video? Yeah, specifically because uh, the girl that I wanted to use for this music video was only in LA for a certain amount of time. Um, and then she, her LA shit got canceled, but then my director, who I had to hit up for the music video, he was 
leaving town, so I needed to get the video done ASAP. So, um, who directed it? Uh, Adrian Pear. Oh, is that how you say his last name? I don't know if it's Pear or Pear because I always just call him Adrian. But oh, I <laughs> Pear would be hilarious. Pear, I think it's Pear, right? I say Pear Pear. Pepper. No, I, I say I, I used to say pear. Now I don't know. A little salted pepper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Adrian directed the video. It came out fucking tight. One night, I just texted him at like two a.m. Was like, "Hey, dog, I have a bunch of weird ass ideas for this video. This is the vibe I want. Um, there's like a bunch of weird scenes. Like, this is all shit that just randomly came to me. I wrote down like I wanted to play strip poker with old ladies. Um, I wanted. I was like, "Hey, dog." How would you feel about me being in a giant bucket of Jolly Bee gravy? And he was like, you want to do it? We can do it. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And um, so there's a Where great- Where did you get a giant bucket of fucking Jollibee gravy? His dude? team built it out. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't actually fill it with gravy. You know what I'm saying? We cheated it. You don't actually see into the bucket. But I'll show you pictures, dog. It's kind of tight. But yeah, man, we knocked it out. Um, and I, uh, I specifically was like, yo, in my head, I kind of have like- Wes Anderson vibes, like the aesthetic of like, you know, bright but muted colors, you know, really still cool shots. And um, by the way, if you don't know who Adrian is, uh, I didn't even know he was doing music video stuff until you told me later. I mm. was just a big fan of his rap career. Oh, really? He's such a dope fucking rapper. Yeah. Like when he stopped his music, I'm like, where did this fucking guy go? Like he had, in my personal opinion at the time, and I'm making this comparison because Drake was popping off at the time, <laughs> but he had that type of like vibe and feel to him. But his he was just really good at music. Yeah, his flow was smooth. He could ride the beat nicely. If you ever were a fan of Jenny Souk's music, you know, mm -hmm. Adrian dropped the occasional bars on Jenny's shit. Um, he's from the Bay, moved out here, and he's been killing the game as far as like, um, doing shit for people, like directing, photography. And I always credit him with, um, and, and I tell Benji the same thing, <clears throat> of being people that come to L.A. and then they come to L.A. with, you know, plans of like really making shit pop off and they do that by working, you yeah. know what I'm saying? They don't come to L.A. and they're like, oh, everybody's fake, you know, L.A.'s fake, they just get it done. And they just go, and, and then, then they blame LA for their like their fails and their losses. They come here, they get it done, they work with people, they work with the right people, they fucking keep working, and they out here and they flourish. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's yeah. killing shit, right? Like, um, he directed one of my old music videos, and, and, and recently he's been doing shit for like Lil Nas X, like the whole shit where Lil Nas X was pregnant, Adrian like shot all that. Like, um, and so he's killing it. So he did my music video for me. The video is called Pillow Pet, and um, the girl that I wanted to put in the video, huge ass. So I'm like laying on her ass, like surrounded by pillow pets, and I wanted a scene with like furries. Um, Do you ever get scared of one of those girls with a fart? Like, just boop, right in your face, and then you just have to pretend like it just you just didn't eat a fart in your mouth. I think I, I would, you know, I think that's like when a when a bird like poops on you, like it's good luck. <laughs> if a giant ass farts in your face, that's good luck. From the gods. I'm blessed for a thousand years. <laughs> Thy flatulence has blessed my face. You just take it in. My lord, I love it. <laughs> Again, once more, spritz me, please. Yeah. Like a skunk. Please um, open your, your, your wondrous cheeks and expel this magical f gas into my life. By the way, mm -hmm. have you heard of something called perennial, perennial uh, sunning? Sunning? I know what uh, the perennium is, but I don't know what sunning is. So people literally, <laughs> the funniest shit ever, <laughs> they lay out, they open up their asshole, and they absorb the sun through the ass. Huh. And it is a thing that people do. 
they fucking literally spread eagle up like on a mountaintop and let the sun strike their asshole because that's how you absorb the most sunlight is through your butt, apparently. Interesting. <laughs> fucking things that happen in LA is unreal. I would chalk that under white people shit. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. And then there was an article I read after that the doctors go, don't do this. You will get skin cancer there immediately. That area of your body is not supposed to see the sun. Right. Literally, they say where the sun don't shine. Yeah. I mean, God made us that way. Mm -hmm. Do not do this. You can get melanoma in your butthole. So cover your cover your your perineums, guys. Your perennial area there. I feel like L.A. is just one of those spots where you could find any of the most weirdest shit ever. Like, yeah. Somebody's always doing something. That's the one part that's always a little weird is that, depending on how long somebody stays in the city, you get to see how it either affects them positively or negatively. I mean, that's facts. You ever um, see some people who, like you could tell that they're getting eaten up. And it's it's hard to watch. Mm. Like I I know a couple of people like that, and they're either always complaining about uh, YouTubers, uh, uh. fucking uh, TikTokers, <laughs> uh, fake people in LA, which I understand they all exist. Right. But the funny thing is, is like I've also seen those same people who made those same complaints, but finally they popped off and they become those people that they hate. Mm. Mm. It's like mm. so you don't actually hate the fake people. You're upset that you weren't a part of their circle. Ooh. That's the difference. Wow. And that's the shit that I got me. I'm like, oh, you don't hate them. You want to be them. Yes. And you're not a part of that circle, so you're upset you're that you don't bitter. get to be. Mm-hmm. You're bitter. Mm-hmm. See, that's the biggest difference. It's like, oh, I, I see. I get it now. It's like, oh, you were just left out. L.A. will, uh, look, L.A. Will, 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 uh, will definitely have its effects on different people different ways, right? Um, because there's so much potential for things out here mm-hmm. also. And so I think... So many people come out here with the highest of hopes, and then when shit doesn't go the way they want it to, it's like, oh, they don't know what to do with themselves. All they can do is be angry and bitter and blame this unfamiliar city, you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing about anywhere that has uh, opportunity and potential. It's like it's on you to capture that, you know what I'm saying, to make the most out of it. Yeah, and also, too, like I always say... You know what? What does success mean? Like, if you're doing something that you enjoy, aren't you kind of already successful in that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because acting too is a whole process. There's only like a percent, like a small one percent of people who actually get to make like a really good living off of this. Mm-hmm. So you gotta realize that other ninety nine percent, they're working, is literally working job to job. I mean, there's a saying out here. They say that every waiter in like L A. is an aspiring actor or writer, and that's facts. It <laughs> like, really is. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, it was true for me at the very least. You know what I'm saying? And majority of the people, like the closer you're in LA, Hollywood, literally every waiter in every restaurant is like working on screenplay, auditioning, you know what I'm saying? Aspiring models, something. Mm -hmm. Because we're all just trying to get in where we fit in out here, you know? And I think too, like for me, what I realized was like, you know, having, you know, you did a couple of indie films, you do all this other stuff. And listen, I'm always going to be auditioning for roles and stuff because if it's something that I enjoy, I'm going to audition for it. If I don't like it, I won't audition. Mm -hmm. I'm. It's kind of weird because beggars can't be choosers, but I have no specific goal of wanting to be in entertainment like that. Mm. But if there's a product I fucking love, I mm-hmm. want that role. Mm-hmm. So I'll audition for it. So I'll get callbacks or whatever. I haven't booked shit. Stop giving me callbacks. Just give me the role. All right? The callbacks kill me the worst because it's like they saw something. Right. They know they want something. And then <laughs> I, I fucked up something but I didn't get it. <laughs> what is it though? Dumb just beat me out in something that I really wanted. I was I was at the gala with Dumb the other night and he's like, I finally booked something. He's like, it's this blah, 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 blah. And he named who was behind it. I was like, God damn it. I auditioned for that. I wanted that too. Was it the one that I passed up? 
Because um, I, I had to go to Korea? Um, sh- Probably. Is it that one? Yeah, with uh, with her and then um, a big comedian behind it. Um, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. So Dumb booked it. And I was like, God damn it, Dumb. Yeah. I, but I, good for him. I couldn't audition. I was in Korea. Oh. They, yeah. they, they booked that fast. You know, I feel like most of these shits move pretty fast, man. Oh, God. It's always like, I get I get hit up for this shit. They're like, yeah, you got an audition for this. If you get it, it shoots next month for a month in New Orleans. Are you free? I'm like, God damn. And this 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 role wasn't, uh, it was a serious role, though. It wasn't, it wasn't a co- comedic role. Well, it's a it's a serious role in a comedic movie. Yes, yes, exactly. So then, like the part is kind of funny in itself. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like it, it depends on how you play it too. But I think they wanted you to play it more serious because it's a comedy. You yeah, know? this is the one that was shooting. <clears throat> I, yeah, I wasn't gonna, I couldn't do. It. Oh no, it wasn't because I was in Korea. It's because when where this when this is filming, I'm gonna be in Hawaii. Mm, yeah, I just got back from Hawaii a couple oh. weeks. Well, not just, but. And I tell you, Veda hated it. Of course. <laughs> Little babies don't appreciate shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it fucked her up because, um, you know, the three-hour time difference really fucked her up, dog. Because, you know, she's on such a specific nap schedule. 9.30 nap, 2.30 nap, 7 o'clock sleep. So we landed in Hawaii. It's 4 or 5 p.m. out there, which is 8 p.m. out here. And it's the sun is bright as shit. And we didn't want to put her right to bed because then she would have been waking up at 3 a.m. So she's like so tired she's delirious she's whiny she's like confused none of her shit is there we couldn't put on her disney plus shows because the hotel because like the place we're at the tv like didn't have disney plus it was it was just all bad man she was just like a little discombobulated grump for like Don't a week travel with babies <laughs> ever well that's why some of the homies like they have kids right mm-hmm. and they're like hey like oh when are you gonna be in hawaii let's kick it we're not going to be able to kick it. You mm-hmm. have you have two kids. Mm-hmm. Like you understand, I'm going to be diving and so, who's going to watch the kids while we're out in the ocean? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, we'll kick it." It's like, "No, we can't kick it." You have to understand, you're you're in a different stage of your life. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Grand, it, I mean, I couldn't even. My main thing because we went to Maui, you know, like Maui's, you know, more like a more chill island. The main shit I wanted to do was just go eat at like two or three different restaurants that I'd heard about. But the place that we were staying on the island was like an hour away from these restaurants. So if we were to fucking drive an hour, eat an hour, drive back an hour, it would have still fucked up her her naps and shit, and I wouldn't want her in the car that long, so I couldn't even go to the restaurants I wanted. We just went to some food trucks. You just gotta do what you have to do. You have the baby. The next time is like when the when the parents, parentals are in town, say, hey, uh, you guys stay here with the baby. Yeah. We'll be gone for five days and we'll be back. Or even like when Veda's like five, it'll be great. Oh, they... With grandma and grandpa. Yeah. That's the best part, too. It's like, I think I understand, too, like certain friends who don't have that, um, the grandma grandpa help. Yeah. It's hard because, you know, you leave your kid with somebody for five days. It's like, who is this person? I don't know if they're well equipped, mm-hmm. but grandma and grandpa have been there for since day one. They'll know. So it's easier just to drop them off there, yeah. especially with their family. It's like, you're, these are my parents. So. No, I'm taking Veda with us to Hawaii. It's uh, okay. <laughs> even though Veda hates it. <laughs> she's like, this sucks. Hopefully by five, she'll, she'll learn to appreciate it. This sucks so bad. I then, hate- if she's five, then she'll probably have a, if all goes according to plan, she'll have a like a three-year-old old sibling and a one-year-old sibling and a whatever. So And that you'll have to bring with you. God, I won't be able to go on a good vacation for another 10 years. You guys won't be able to eat anything. All the money's going to the tickets. It's like, oh my God, good. I'm so poor now. 
out. Oh my god, and they're all gonna need braces because me and Chia's teeth are fucked up. Oh, for real? Chia's Chia's teeth were really messed up. She had braces too. Oh my god. People people look at pictures of me and Chia. They're like, oh, Fade is gonna have the perfect teeth because your guys' teeth are perfect. I'm like, braces. Sorry guys, we all had fucked up teeth. I had no braces. I know. Oh, we talked about this. Yes, 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 yes. And your wisdom teeth grew in perfectly. Yes. You gotta rip them out, dude. Gotta rip them right there when you're freaking wiggling, and you gotta (laughs) rip them out your stupid gooky face. You know what Veda also likes doing now? She'll probably do it to you next time you're over. Um, I'll tell you about it right after this break. You know what she likes doing? She likes digging in your belly button. Oh my god. I have a I have a deep belly button too. She'll be there for hours. She'll fall into it. Yeah. Like Veda, David, where's Veda? You see a foot? Yeah, her little feet wiggling out of your belly button. Oh, help, Daddy! <laughs> so literally, go up to you and lift up your shirt and try and find your belly button. Oh my God, Veda, no! <laughs> I'm ticklish too. It's the worst. But I can't say no to the baby, dude. She's the best. Yeah. Um, do you? When you were traveling with her, did you expect it to be that difficult? <sighs> I anticipated difficulty but i did not think it was going to be crazy like it was especially that first little trip we took to canada it was wild man but long story short like i'm talking about i was changing her poopy diaper in this tiny ass plane sweating somehow when i finally got the fuck oh she's crying there's a baby crying outside the door so it's making me even more sweaty when i finally got it all done i carried her back to the seat she was like is this shit on her arm there was like poo on her arm. I have no idea how it got there. It was all bad, dog. Oh my god, dude! Uh, and I saw that video now where she's starting to be hyper defiant. Yeah. She, she doesn't want to go somewhere. She just falls to the floor. She's just flicking her legs. Yeah. <laughs> that shit killed me. I was cracking the fuck. I don't up. even know where she learned that. <laughs> what do you do with that situation now? Because I feel like for you, it, it's harder to discipline her because she's you know I can't. baby girl. I know. So it's. I literally, I just let her do whatever she wants. Well, kind of. Well, I let her do whatever she wants unless I feel like she would hurt herself. Like the Mm. other day, she's very, she loves clinging on to like forks and pens and whatever. So I'll let her do that unless she's running around. Then I'll take the pen out of her hand because like I don't want her to fall and jab herself in the eye. The other day she was eating with like a little fork and I'm like trying to take the the fork out of her hand and she like hurt. She has a strong ass grip. Oh, I know. (laughs) She almost ripped my fucking eyes out. (laughs) So she'll like, she'll, you know, you'll start to grab it and she'll go, you'll like feel her, but then you don't want to do that because you don't want her to, you know, like resist and go into her eye or some of her face, you know? So um, I just try to nicely but firmly keep her out of danger. You know? Okay, I'm Veda right now. Okay, <laughs> this is a cup of beer. <laughs> Yum! I'm like, oh, no, no, mom, no, don't. No. Not you. No, no, no. Chia! Hopefully, I'll be. I'm trying to make sure that I'm not as firm as my dad, but I'm. I'm a very. Though I'm a very goofy person mm-hmm. in terms of like structure and stuff, especially when it comes to kids, because I was a youth pastor. Mm. I'm pretty like, to the T. You know what I mean? It's mm. like there's a hierarchy and a structure here. Mm. I am the older one. I am doing what's best for you mm. that I know of to my best ability. You defy me, I'll murder you. <laughs> Dude, you just get your youth pastor skills, bro. Just be like, if you do this and you disobey me, 
you'll go to hell and burn in hell for eternity. And then that makes everybody, <laughs> that makes everybody want to obey. I'm going to turn everything into a fucking past, <laughs> like a sermon. And they're going to, I was like, you know what? You keep acting up. I'm going to keep giving these fucking sermons. You better stop that shit. <laughs> Dad, oh my God. Not again. I don't want to hear about Beelzebub. A Beelzebub. <laughs> also the ancient devil, huh? Look at that. Looks like you have an empty cup there. You know, the funny thing about empty cups are, <laughs> God gave me an empty cup one time. God says you are like a well, and the more you fill it with keyboard in the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good old sermons, man. Yeah, I when I when I used to go to church all the time, like that was one of the things I think I realized I had ADHD. I mm. could not, even if I felt like I was going to hell if I fell asleep, I couldn't pay attention to these sermons. Nobody dude. can pay attention during church. It was, it was so hard, dude. Yeah. How many times do I have to learn about Easter? I know about <laughs> the bunny egg and Jesus fighting the bunny. Until the pastor says something where he's like, and that's why you go to hell and you wake up. <laughs> okay, we're going to do an altar call. You're like, God, uh, not God damn it, but jeez. <laughs> we're going to do an altar call. He, who, and you, know, you know what's so annoying about the altar calls? Ugh, it's like, you know, when the pastor starts with the altar calls and he's like, okay, we're going to all close our eyes and... You know, just come down to stage. If you if you if you don't know Jesus Christ, we'll come pray for you. Welcome Jesus in your lives, and you close your eyes, and you're like, okay, cool. Like that guy goes down. I don't. I can stay in my seat. And then by the end of it, he's always like, now, okay, now keep your eyes closed. If you love Jesus, come down. It's always like he always has something that would like, one up us. Yeah, everybody ends up at the damn altar. It's like, oh, I was, thought I was comfy. Not me. I'll be sitting down. Wow. It's you, like you know what? Because God knows my heart. That's true. I don't need to go ahead and perform out for it. God knows my heart. That's if facts. I'm sitting down and I'm and I'm enjoying God's presence and I'm trying to be still in his presence, how mm-hmm. do I do it if I'm walking and I'm moving? Ooh. Right? Amen. Amen. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Amen. That's why I don't even go to church. God knows my heart. That's why I I, I be sinning. <laughs> Because God knows I'm a good person. Hey, hey, that's why I have premarital sex all the time. God knows my heart. He hey, knows facts. I don't want to do this. That's facts. But the devil has a control on me. And I find the devil. And sometimes I lose. Hey. But God still loves me. You know why? Because he is the anointed one. If God didn't want me having his premarital sex, he, I like strike my penis off with lightning right now, God. And as you can see, my penis is still here. So we're good to go. And who are we to stop divine intervention? Mm-hmm. We we don't stop what God wants. If God didn't want me to have sex with all this lascivious, loose women. <laughs> lascivious, is that a word? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> lascivious, just loose women. He would not have created them. Look, man, I, I used to tell myself all the time. And, and because, like, <laughs> God, you know, and we've talked about this, like, God is not dumb. Mm-hmm. God is a smart man. God is all-knowing. God is all-knowing. He's been watching the world evolve. You know what I'm saying? And, like, there's no way he is going to strike me down when there's murderers around, when there's people committing all types of just tr- terrible th- stealing, robbing. God is not going to be mad at me for getting a little head. Just a little bit. Just a little head. Somebody's murdering somebody, and he goes, hold on a second. Tim's getting a blowjob. <laughs> exactly. What is this, my child? And I'm like, ah, I get to heaven, and God's like, mm, you know what, Tim? You lived a great life. You uh, gave a $100 to that homeless person. You retired your parents. Uh, you were nice to everybody, but you got a hand job from Lucy Park in the <laughs> playground when you were in ninth grade. <laughs> 
Oh, Sorry really about young. it. Um, I was I was uh, getting like head in ninth grade. <sighs> Not me. <laughs> I I had I lost my I lost my everything when I was eighteen. Well, I, I lost my virginity virginity when I was eighteen, but I, oral stuff. Oh, so you don't consider losing your virginity until penetration? A, no, oh. no, 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 no. So there was a girl that I knew in church was hilarious because she was a church leader. Mm-hmm. But you'll see a lot of this like weird rationalization of like sexuality in, in order for that to fit their agenda. It's like, mm. you, you know what? Like once again, God knows your heart. You just wanted a little fucking, a little, a little thang thang, mm-hmm. and, and it happened. Mm-hmm. And so we were having this conversation, and then um, it was like after church, and she goes, "You know, I'm still a virgin." And then I fucking busted up laughing, and she goes, "What are you laughing at?" And I'm like, "You're not a fucking virgin. You're not a virgin." And she's like, "Yeah, I am." I was like, "I know your boyfriend. <laughs> like, you guys are hooking up." She goes, "No, no, 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 no. He never came inside me, so I'm still a virgin." Oh my god. Bro. The rationalize, like how she has to rationalize that is fucking insane. She said, he didn't come inside me, so I'm still a virgin. That's not how it works. Well, you know what? And that's the thing about organized religion, bro. A lot of it just comes down to technicalities Mm-mm. and how people can justify things and the different rules that are specific to their denomination of Christianity, right? Ooh. Because like, let's, let's go with like Mormons, okay? Have you ever heard of soaking? <laughs> I only heard of this recently, which yeah. is the funniest thing. Yeah. I, I I couldn't believe it was real. So if you don't know about soaking, the best soaking is you insert the peen into the vagine. Not a representation of my penis. <laughs> you insert it, but you lay completely still. You don't move. You just lay there, and according to some younger Mormons. By how it's defined, there's some technicality where this does not count as premarital sex. So they do this in there their relationships. There's no thrusting. There's no thrusting, you so it doesn't let it count. just soak inside a vagina. Yeah. Which, by the way, does nothing. I mean, it feels kind of nice. It's just, But it feels like a nice warm hug. It'll feel nice for so long, for like yeah. 10 seconds. And then you're like, all right, bro. Well, here's what I heard, too. You soak on the bed, and then you have your friends jump on the bed. So you have that motion without you being the one to be This the- is so much work to <laughs> blaspheme. Just fuck. Just fuck. So wait, does that also work for blowjobs then? If they just stick it in the girl's mouth and she just kind of... I don't know what the rules are for Mormonism and blowjobs, but... How the fuck is that real? That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like those hyper-traditional Catholics from back in the day, they would have um, the, the, the fucking blankets. What's that? It's okay. I might be fucking this up because it's something I learned in college, <laughs> but it was like a, a blanket, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a hole in it for the penis. Okay. So you're actually, when you're trying to have a kid, you're not seeing this person naked or anything. You're just fucking through the blanket. And what is the point of that? Uh, so you don't, you're not doing dirty things. Oh, so you're not. This it's is just a... for the process of making a child. <laughs> oh my. There's no, there's no pleasure of the skin. Wow. Of the flesh. Of the flesh. Are you insane, <laughs> kids? Sex without a condom is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But it's... don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> wear the condom. Wear the condom because you don't want to have... I'm watching the show right now and this, these kids are kind of like debating the idea of like abortion, which is a crazy huge topic right now. Yeah, insane. Yeah, why is the world exploding when I, when I fucking leave to Korea, huh? It's your fault. Yeah, it's all my fault. Dave Chappelle gets attacked when I'm in <laughs> Korea, which is the craziest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they're, the idea of like abortion is like, oh shit. 
it's it's some real I couldn't imagine like having to go through that thought because I think I would want the kid right but here's what's silly about just everything too right with the abortion shit it's like there's so much and this is how like I looked at it because there was so much that I didn't know about how pregnancy worked until I had uh, a pregnant wife you feel me and I feel like especially for me as a man too just never having to experience that, never even knowing anything about that. Even with Chia, um, being pregnant, there was a lot of shit she didn't know, right? Mm. Where it's like... What and, is this? What is this shit? Yeah, and it's like the whole like restrictions they were trying to put on it were so dumb because literally like you really don't even... You could not even know you're pregnant until like three months. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like shit. that first trimester... That first trimester is like so like um, touch and go. Um where it's like so much can happen and like there's like there's just a whole lot of shit that goes into it where it's like putting these really broad like timestamps on it is pretty fucking like ridiculous you yeah, know yeah 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 um, and there was so much I didn't know about it until she was pregnant that I I learned and then when you hear about like these super strict abortion laws they were trying to um, like pass it was like yo this is this is it, it doesn't even make sense you know it's like yeah, it's, yeah, it's not yeah. fair it's crazy yeah I just. I, I think there's a majority of people who agree with this, unless it's like you know hyper, hyper religious people. It's mm. just like honestly, man, it's like I'm not having the kids, so I don't really think I. It's not like an extra woke thing for me to say. I'm not ha physically having this child. Right. I don't. I feel weird telling somebody like, "Hey, you can't do that." Mm. It's like because I would hate for somebody to tell me what the fuck I could do with my body. Like mm -hmm. the fuck, I do whatever the fuck I want, bitch. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me what to do. They also want to put women in jail for having miscarriages. Tight. How's that gonna work, you fucking maniacs? <laughs> yeah. The, the the biggest argument that I've been seeing with that is the idea of when is life here, right? Because mm -hmm. they're equating the abortion to murder, mm -hmm. right? And this is where that line becomes weird for a lot of people because they go, is it murder because when is when is life sentient or not, right? I don't even boil it down to that because I'm not thinking about that at that point. And I don't know whether, and once again, like I don't have a kid, um, but you know, I feel like I do understand what life is. And at the end of the day, it's like I'm also thinking about the quality of life for these kids too. Mm -hmm. To be around parents who don't want this kid that shit fucking sucks dude mm -hmm. and I've seen that so many times especially when you grow up in like kind of a not great area yeah, yeah. you see a lot of people who had kids who didn't want these kids and they grew up with shit fucking parents mm. right and so you're this quality it's like and once again they go back and forth like who, who are you to decide and be God yeah. it's like but once again then what goes back to the argument when is life when is essentially life considered life mm -hmm. my thing is it just boils down to look leave that up to the individual I don't I don't really consider it murder and there might be a lot of like hyper religious people be like, how can you grow up in a Christian household and think that? I don't think there was anything in the Bible about this shit. Mm. So uh, I could be wrong. I mean, if if there is, I'm sure they twisted something into maybe yeah, whatever. Ecclesiastes seven two, <laughs> thou shalt not abort the child. I, mean, I, I don't know if that was ever something involved. That's the New it. King James version. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. the King James. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Oh, blasphemy. Blasphemy. <laughs> but yeah, just you know, what the fuck is going on, man? You know, you know what I remember. Speaking of religion, I literally remember this from first grade and I had no idea what was going on. I was so confused. And this is why it's kind of silly to, to do this to little kids, okay? I was in first grade and Bill Clinton had just got elected as the new president and after George Bush, okay? So they were switching to a, a Democratic president and, um, and my teacher, we're praying. The whole class is praying. She's like, all right, kids, bow your heads and close your eyes like you know you would do at the end of the day. She goes... I pray for our new president, even though he believes in murdering babies. 
Damn. In first grade. And I remember this. And I went home and I was like, Dad, is it true that our new president like kills babies? And my dad's like, is that what she said? Dude, she could get fired for that shit. I mean, especially now. Well, I don't even know now because now it's like, I don't like it too when, when, when teachers bring up their own personal like beliefs and agendas and yeah. teach it to the kids. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. hey, do your job and teach the curriculum. Right. Right. Leave that up to the parents to go ahead and teach them about morality and everything else. Mm-hmm. You're there to teach and then, you know, watch and see if the kids don't kill themselves. Yeah. Right. But to go ahead and put your political ideas and thoughts into children when really that's a discussion you should be having with their parents first. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up, man. Like I, as a parent, I'd be like, look, even if like we agreed on something, right? Like let's say, um, I believe in early sex education, right? Mm. But they went out of the way without asking me, mm. even though I believe that's right, mm-hmm. I'd be pissed. Because mm. you need to ask me, I'm the fucking parent, mm. you know? And I think a lot of like, a lot of like young teachers are kind of confusing that. They go, oh, it's my job to do that. No, it's not your job. Right. Like, and I think a lot of parents have an issue with that shit. When did you learn where babies came from? Um, I actually don't fucking know, but I do remember <laughs> this very awkward conversation. You don't know? Dude, the penis goes inside the vagina and then you ejaculate. When? Yeah, man. No, bro. Mm-hmm. Wait, you saw Jin naked? <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, we had this blanket. Oh, though. yeah, that's right. You had the blanket <laughs> and you stuck your penis, but you went at a weird angle. <laughs> <laughs> the blanket had a huge just wrinkle in it. Yeah, they're like, what the? F- why is the fucking hole shaped this way? Why is it off to the left? <laughs> To the right. To the right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, what were you saying? And it really is curved. He showed me a, a picture of this. I was quite amazed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those trees in the forest where you're like, how did it end up that way? <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those. It's like one of those trees that like uh, they 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 uh, the part of it's going down into the river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning struck it and just kind of leaned off this way, and grew into something. <laughs> Only when it's erect. Only when it's erect. Only when when it's soft. It's a coil. <laughs> <laughs> it goes. Spring. In this podcast, if you're, that's his penis for traffic. <laughs> um, where babies came from, you learned? Oh, I learned, um, I just remember this conversation that one of my brother's friends, his name was James, and uh, he was tra- he was talking about some, you know, weird subject. It was, it was like coming. I didn't know what coming was, mm. right? And I think I was like in second grade. And he was like, wait, you don't know what sperm is? And he's like trying to explain it. My brother's like, yo, bro, like yeah. fucking, this is like a fucking, like he's in second grade, yeah. chill the fuck out. But he kept on trying to explain to me what sperm and coming was. I had no idea. Mm. And then I looked it up. I'm like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. This stuff comes out of my thing? Yeah, bro. But I don't remember I, the first time I learned about sex though. You know what's crazy is, okay, so the first person to tell me about where babies come from was my boy Johnny in second grade. He's like, hey, you want to know where babies come from? He was like, yo, we put our thing in the girl's thing, and then we like squirt stuff, and then she gets pregnant. I was like, what? And then I actually started learning, actually learning about how shit worked, because I watched an episode of Married with Children, and I didn't understand a couple jokes. And it was this episode where Steve couldn't get it up. And so they were saying, someone said the word impotent, and I didn't know what that meant. So I looked it up in the dictionary. My parents had a big-ass dictionary. So I looked up the word impotent, and it said, oh, when a man can't get an erection. I looked up, so then I was like, erection, what's that mean? So I looked up erection. Oh, this rabbit hole. Yeah, the- a rabbit hole of all these terms and shit where I was like. The original YouTube right here. Yeah, facts. Where I began to kind of piece it together from just reading up on these words, you know? And that's when you learned about sex? Pretty, that's where I learned like the technical aspect of it, you know. I just remember the first time I was inside a vagina, 
and then pulled my penis skin back, and that shit hurt. <laughs> oh, and, a little dry down there, huh? Yeah. Well, it wasn't just dry. It was just the penis is large. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were both virgins. That's why. So yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like, it was just it, weird. Oh, it's a struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, too. I was like trying to find the vagina. I was like, okay. I could see it, but it's not going in. <laughs> So the angle must be wrong. But she didn't know how to guide right. a penis in either. So she couldn't help me. So I just remember it was just kind of like, oh, God. Like you're just going, going, casting a spell. Yeah, like <laughs> Amada Kedavra, Expelliarmus, Wingardium Leviosa. The end. It's very warm in here. The first time I licked a cooch, I also didn't know where to go. I think I was just on like pube area for like 10 minutes you know what I'm saying I don't feel anything (laughs) idiot pube and I might have accidentally like grazed the clit a few times because I'm up there you know what I'm saying but I didn't know to like you know go a little low I didn't I just didn't know any of it flossing your teeth for like dog pretty much bro (laughs) pretty much did she say anything well she enjoyed you know of course like you get you get kissed a little bit anywhere. It feels kind of nice, you know. Yeah. And I think my tongue was just going somewhere where she was like, "Okay, this is kind of enjoyable." It, but you know, we, we we kept going until we kept trying until we found out we figured out what like, worked. Oh, 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 this is that. Oh, I see. This is what feels fantastic. Yeah, and I remember the first, the first time I got ahead. It was before. It's before youth group because we used to go to this girl's. We used to go to this is my girlfriend at the time. And we would go to Just her house. Just don't come inside me because I want to be a virgin. <laughs> yeah, right. So we we would we she gave me a head and then we we went to youth group that night. We went to church and then but she kept doing this. She kept going like her throat her neck because I don't know if she had like a pube or she just felt weird like that my penis had been in her throat she, like and she fucking left dog left church and during youth group and like like walked out the door was like I was like oh my god she's gonna get me in trouble oh my god dude she's like oh <laughs> <laughs> And the fucking pastor comes out. Oh my gosh, she's possessed. She's speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah, she was speaking in tongues, pastor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. All right, John, thank you for watching another delicious episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. We hope you enjoyed this uh, silly conversation. I'm Tim Chantharongsi. And I'm Dave So Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the foods. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread. Okay. Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber. Okay. And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it.